and welcome to Dissing Killers. The podcast, we're not afraid to punch down. Uh, yeah, this is our podcast. The podcast, we're not afraid to punch down. This is, uh, my name's Jack. I'm Cha. We don't punch up, because that's way too challenging. We like to go and make fun of for low-hanging fruits, easy targets, because that's what we're good at. Or in the case of Joseph D'Angelo, way too high-hanging fruits. <laughs> he, that's, wow, we've already started the podcast, we're like a minute in, and we're like, let's go over a small dick joke. That's that's really how what the show is about, 40 seconds in. <laughs> I love it, dude. It's one of those things where this is who we are, dude. We're going to make fun of, if you have a stupid haircut, a big nose, stupid eyebrows, whatever. We're going to make fun of it, a tiny dick in that case. That's what we do. Yeah, it's just too easy. So, uh, yeah, we're, uh... You know what this podcast is about. I'm not going to go over this bullshit with you. Uh, but uh, this week, we are talking about Ted Bundy, teen heartthrob and serial killer. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, sorry, I'm just a little shook because we just got that letter from uh, the last podcast on the left. See, like their example of comedy and true crime, which we are too, but their version of comedy is like our version of dry cleaning long and painful yeah exactly well we got this letter from them and i mean i haven't spoken to them in a while so i'm just going to try to mimic their voices as i read who is what i assume was written by each member of this uh horrifically stupid podcast and just so you guys know we're not going to bring up their names because they don't matter <laughs> i think they signed it at the end actually <laughs> whatever this is hate this and killers all right man so i'm gonna lay it out we don't like it. Sorry, I can't do it. I can't do the voices, dude. <laughs> you know, we, we gave it a bet. We gave it our best effort. I was proud of you. <laughs> that was one was that like a rat, or was that someone stepping on the the tail of a child? Well, I think it's because I'm getting some looks from our audience here. But really, let's just hear what people think about the last podcast on the left. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, we pre-recorded our audience, by which we don't really have an audience. What I meant is that we went into uh, the middle of a crowded area, so the last podcast on the left, and recorded what people said afterwards. So we thought we'd throw that in there. Yeah, people have spoken. That's what we're trying to say. Yeah. People have spoken. The last podcast on the left with us is like, it's like your creepy uncle. We don't want anything to do with them going forward. So we're going to read this letter, shall we? Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. Um. I said, all right, man, so I'm going to lay it out. We don't like it that you use humor, and we don't know how. Yeah. Why can't you just do voices and read a Wikipedia page for hours like the rest of us? You don't know what true comedy is. Let us explain. Neither of you have appeared in such hit shows as White Irish Drinkers, Awful Nice, or The D-Train. One of us is in the last one because he is a D-list actor. Appearing in shitty TV shows is the height of comedy, which you two will never understand. We are real celebrities. We laugh for 30 seconds at our own jokes and sell black t-shirts with designs that look exactly the same. How many terrible designs are on your website? I don't like people taking advantage of having actual talent, and you are. Talent offends us. If you, had, if you needed talent to succeed, we wouldn't have been able to move out of our mother's basements before turning 40. You need to put respect on our name. We are the kings. We're the best podcast at just yelling about stupid shit with dumb accents. We should never be criticized for our weaknesses. What we lack in talent, we make up for ripping our fans off on shitty merch. 
The only people we despise more than our fans are, are more than you are fans of our show. Sorry, it's hard to read their letter because it was all written in crayon. Um, I'm sure they're putting grammatical mistakes as well. Dude, these, I'm pretty sure English isn't their first language. Back to the letter. Our podcast may not be as funny as yours, but ours is much longer. We can waste an hour and a half saying one thing that isn't even funny, while you can only go 30 minutes because you have actual jokes. We charge people more than eight extra dollars for our book with autographs, but that's only because the crayons are expensive. We don't know why such a high-profile people would criticize us. Your critique is harder to understand than people paying $20 to go to our live shows. Your podcast is as stupid as the feminist movement. <laughs> That's actually funny. It was that's, true. that's the only that's the only funny thing they had in this whole letter. And then we, I don't know why the three members of the last podcast on the left, Henry Zabrowski, Ben Kissel, Marcus Parks, would all say that this feminist movement is stupid. But back to their letter. Our podcast puts people to sleep faster than the two thirty feeling. Your podcast is brand new, but our podcast is the same age as my girlfriend. We started in two thousand eleven. Your podcast will never be as good as ours because you didn't take advantage of your fan base. Your use of quality humor offends us, and we are therefore asking you to stop being funny so that we can continue to sell our fans shitty merch. By the way, you should buy our t-shirts. Yes, we know they're awful. From The Last Podcast on the Left, Henry Zabrowski, Ben Kissel, Marcus Parks. P.S. This is all supposed to be in a shitty British accent. Whoops, a little bit on that one, bud. <laughs> yeah, I probably should have read the letter first, but, you know, reading reading a letter from the last podcast on the left is like reading a novel by John Green. You already hate yourself knowing you're going to do it once. You don't want to do it a second time, you know? It was untalented. It made no sense. And also criticized the feminist movement. You usually get that those things are the other way around. <laughs> all right. So, um... Despite the objections from the last podcast on the left, <laughs> all right, all right, calm down, computer. Let's get this done. We're actually doing our episode today on serial killer Ted Bundy because we already spoke about three hacks that everyone knows too much about. It's time to speak about a fourth. Yeah, let's do it. So let's go with it, bro. They said we shouldn't do this episode. I say we do this episode and we do it offensive and corny. You down? Offensive and corny are my middle names. Let's go for this. Um, yeah, my parents were really rude. I can't, I mean, offensive and corny. Those are pretty harsh middle names. Back to it. So they must already, You must have been their third favorite child. <laughs> oh, trust me, I'm their fourth favorite child. Um, so because he has, he has one sibling. <laughs> it's great. Um, so, Ted Bundy... Y'all know who Ted Bundy was, basically, like, born in Washington, born in New York, grew up in Washington, killed a bunch of people in Washington State, moved to Utah, escaped from prison in Utah, and then was, or no, yeah, escaped from prison in Utah, then was captured in Colorado, escaped from some bullshit, like, escaped from jail twice, then eventually he was executed in, um, Florida after killing, like, four people. Like, he's just a bad dude. Oh, which brings us to our first sponsor. This segment is brought to you by Vodka Red Bull. If you want to make a stupid podcast, but you don't have the, but you don't have the skills to do it on your own, drink Vodka Red Bulls. Then you'll feel confident enough to do something that's stupid. Yeah, I love the sponsorship. You know, it's one yeah. of those things that will make any two people who 
either aren't that talented or funny or clever or creative think their shit is interesting. So, you know, go for it, guys. Drink Vodka Red Bull. Yeah, Vodka Red Bull. Thanks for sponsoring. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, there's a lot of, like, little details about him. But I think the thing that we most people know about him, he's a good-looking guy, right? Like, as far as I know. But, like, which I know you're very confident. You know a lot about that area, but I'm not as I'm not as into it. Yeah, you but, know, I, I will say that, you know, as an expert in fashion, I've, I've actually modeled for many years now. I know what good-looking guys are. Usually, I can tell that by just looking in the mirror. And I'm going to say, like, as far as Bundy goes, <laughs> his lips are just nowhere near as good-looking as mine. Continue, Jack. Yeah, well, I mean, most women would die for a guy who looks like this. 36 confirmed women did. Ooh, you're going to go that route? Yeah. I can make fun of his appearance, too. Ted looks pretentious. Like, he would correct you if you mispronounced the word serial, or the phrase serial killer. Yeah, I mean, he looks like he homebrews beers that already have roofies in them. Well, with the name Theodore and the smug look on his face in all of his photos, he's the only serial killer to pick up his victims at Whole Foods. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, he also, he looks like if IPA took human form. Like, he looks like he's from fucking Oregon. Oregon or, like, Seattle. Pacific Northwest, I guess. Pacific Northwest. I mean, he was, but he looks like he's from there. Like, I, I feel like one thing that I've noticed about your jokes is that you have biases, and one of your biases are against Pacific Northwest, which is weird because I know you've never lived there. Oh, never. Fuck the Northwest. <laughs> Left Coast, motherfuckers. I guess I'm an East Coast, Beast Coast guy myself, so I gotta roll yeah. with that. Do you want to get to more jokes, or do you yeah. want to just like, roll with it? Okay, I can go with a joke. You know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna make fun of him. I feel like I, I feel like a bad person making fun of him because I don't know if he deserves it. Do you think he, he probably did? had a really tough childhood? Exactly. If you've had a tough childhood, there's really like nothing. Anything you do after that is just forgiven. Even if you, even if you cause somebody else to have a tough childhood. Hundred <laughs> percent. I mean, when it comes right down to it, though, I mean, he was really bad. He was a bad dude. I mean, yeah. he, the only worst Ted was the one Seth MacFarlane created. Oh shit. Speaking of Ted, he's the only Ted Bundy is the only Ted that made me laugh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Ted was he was. Wait one second. Uh, no, but um, he looks like his favorite basketball players, whichever ones are white. Like he goes to the game, he's just like, wait, are all these guys black? And then he's like, oh, there's a white one. Yeah, I like Brian Scalabrini. <laughs> so he just looks at the guys on the bench and is like, that's the guy I like. <laughs> but anyway, you know, Ted lived a double life. It's a shame, and either he never came across someone that taught him how to shave properly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he looks like he thinks women who can't cook are useless. <laughs> he looks like he thinks Crocs are too cool for him. <laughs> yeah, no. He looks like he sells cocaine outside of a middle school. Like, he's trying to make money, but he just wants to do something illegal. Well, I think he looks like his pickup line is, Hey, baby, what's your net worth? Yeah, I mean... He looks like he says that, but he also looks rich. I mean, he looks like his high school had a golf course. Oh, he, he looks like he goes to children's parties just to brag about his stock portfolio. <laughs> yeah. He looks like he pitches you ideas at a house party. Like, he's just all hopped up on cocaine all the time. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> he looks like the type of guy who will get, who will offer you a blowjob in a conversation and just give the conversation. <laughs> he looks like a guy who corrects your Facebook grammar, except he would get it wrong. <laughs> Well, you see, he wears turtlenecks, and like most turtleneck wearers, he's, a, he's attracted to members of his own family. 
And like most turtleneck wearers, he was gay and on the West Coast. <laughs> well, one thing about him, too, is his personality was really just fucked up. He was he claimed to be normal in an interview at the beginning of the show. Well, that's clearly just bullshit, right? Yeah. No, because normal people get away with it. <laughs> Forgot about that. Um, yeah, good point. Uh, but Bundy, let's get, let's get into some of the things Bundy did, especially because I'm halfway through my jokes, and we're 12 <laughs> minutes in this episode, and we spent, like, seven minutes reading a shitty letter from the last podcast and all that. Yeah, people are gonna be like, where's the true crime? Yeah, this is true crime. It's true that he looked like, uh, <laughs> fuck. I mean, he looks like he was get upset if a, when a black, fun, he looks like he gets upset when a black family moves into his suburb. <laughs> like, that's a fact. That's true. He looks like he tries to rezone the neighborhood whenever a black family comes in. You know, he looks like that guy. And then protect the suburbs. Um, you know, he had a kid with his wife who he met in prison. So, I told you he was gay. Oh, no, it was a woman who he met. Well, he was, it wasn't prison uh, wife. So oh, you didn't have, you, I thought you married a kid while in prison, but I'm pretty sure that's illegal. I think it's. A, I think people who marry kids usually end up in prison. Yeah, that, that's, that's actually true. I'm checking my jokes here, but you're right. But yeah, no, I think something that, like, we've, we've researched this case a lot. We've learned a lot about it. And the funniest joke we could possibly come up with was nothing compared to his first actual recorded crime, which was he got really good at skiing by forging tickets to the lift and stealing ski equipment. How white? It, skiing is already the world's whitest sport. It's like walking over to somebody's croquet set and stealing exactly. one of their mallets. It's so dumb. <laughs> It's like, it's like, it's like being like, I don't even know what else is that white. I mean, something about equestrian teams? I don't know. It's it's like robbing a racquetball facility. Yeah. <laughs> right, what's whiter than that? You know, and you know what's funny about him too, is a lot of shitty SoundCloud rappers have made songs about him. I'm like, dude, you really don't want to be compared to this guy. <laughs> this guy had sex with children and decapitated sleeping women because he was afraid of a confrontation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, he, I mean, but really, the reason we're doing our first episode on him is clearly because of the fame. I mean, he's as famous as Jack the Ripper, but instead of killing prostitutes, he was retarded. <laughs> yeah, well, thinking about things that people do, killing prostitutes was Jack the Ripper's persona, as well as writing shitty letters. Speaking of last podcast on the left, you know. <laughs> I didn't know Jack the Ripper wrote shitty letters. Is that a thing? <laughs> he did. That was his whole. That's how he got famous when he started talking shit. I guess they wouldn't have connected a bunch of dead prostitutes if he hadn't written letters. Yeah. Dude, I want to see some of those fucking letters. This guy's just talking shit. He's like, ha. <laughs> well, that's the thing with old crime. We don't have that anymore. Is that people would commit crimes and they'd be like, hey, look at me. Look at me. I'm just trying to get attention. And they would talk shit by writing some shitty notes. About how badass they are. Like, is there anything lame? Like, honestly, I don't Dude, miss BTK, that shit at all. It's so lame. BTK, when he would, like, he's like, yo, can I use a floppy disk to send a guy messages? And the police were like, uh, sure. And he just did, and they tracked him for well, it. Call me God. Call me God, dude. <laughs> yeah. I'm still gonna call him retarded. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, t uh, speaking of personas, I meant to tell this joke a while ago. Ted was the worst thing that ever happened to the Pacific Northwest until Starbucks was created. Yeah. <laughs> But really, he, he, while he was in the Pacific Northwest, he worked at a suicide hotline, which I think is interesting. Whereas, because most people on the Northeast don't need a hot, or in the Northwest don't need a hotline to tell them to kill themselves. They're doing it their own. Um, doing it on their own. Well, 
Ted, you're right. Ted worked at the suicide hotline. Whenever someone called him up, he would say, don't do anything. I'll be there in my shift ends. Yeah. I mean, Bunny, but then once he couldn't get away with whatever that was, I don't think he actually killed people that way, but whatever. When he eventually moved on, he would, he would come with a bunch of bruises to try to get women close to him and in his car and stuff. Like, he drove a VW Bug and often would lure people into his car by wearing a sling. But if you're trying to look pathetic, I think the sling and the bug are redundant. Well, speaking of things that interest me about this guy, right? Like, the sling and the bug, like, that's a creative ruse. One of his most creative ruses was his cop ruse, right? Like, that's what he was known to do. Yeah. Even though he's driving a Volkswagen, and cop, everyone knows cops can't be openly gay. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um... The reason why I think that these cop thing is cop bullshit's just ridiculous, dude. Um, it's just because, like, who, who do cops go after, right? Like, with the cop alias, I'm surprised that no one noticed because cops never bother white women, right? <laughs> yeah. like, they never do that. Did you know we should do our show about what would happen about the privilege of the white woman? <laughs> <laughs> so you can't even say it with a straight face because everybody knows it's true. Yeah. You don't have to explain to people that water is wet. You have to explain to people that white women have a shit ton of privilege. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, speaking of white women and women in general, so Bundy said that porn influenced his life, which is probably why he was so bad at acting. <laughs> yeah, well, one thing about him, too, is that he didn't like porn because he was too busy fucking his victim's corpses. That's what it was. I mean, really, it, you know, makes sense. Um, But Ted was... Before he went into this whole killing thing, which is what he's famous for, he wanted to be a politician. He was supposed to end up being a politician, but instead he decided to kill people without being elected to. <laughs> well, he killed a bunch of innocent people, right? You know, while working in politics. He was just trying to fit in, right? Yeah, no, I think that's it's fitting in. Like, speaking of... Fuck, mine are two different pieces of paper, and I keep trying to flip my jokes. Fuck, yeah. man. Dude, it, it, all you have to yeah. do is just pay attention, man. It's simple. You don't listen, Jack. You don't listen. <laughs> you don't listen, Jack. See, he took that advice and ran with it. He's not going to listen. He probably has no idea what I'm saying right now, but I'm no, going to talking. Like, I think we're going to have a lot of people write into this show. This is a re-recording episode. We already know, but Ted looked like he looked really rich. Like, he'd pick on Gary Sheffield Jr. for being poor. <laughs> well, speaking of his look, his look is, is assertive, right? Ted looks bold. You know, he looks like the type of guy that goes all the way on a first date. Rape. <laughs> I, I, I think the pause here was too long. I think you just said that all the way on a first date is rape. You meant all the way on a first date rape. Yeah, I was trying to let it sit in the attention for your Yeah, but effect. then then it just went full time around. Full around. Or, are, you, yeah. are you Morgan freeman in me right now? You're analyzing a joke I told. <laughs> Morgan Freeman? That's just called autism, dude. Well, that's what Morgan <laughs> Freeman does. Really? He did like an... I don't remember that. He reads documentaries. Oh, yeah. That, that's point. like the hive mind for autistic people. <laughs> but uh, about... Let's go back to the cop thing you said about Ted Bundy, which is like... Ted Bundy looks like what would come up on a stock image sign, site if you searched retarded douchebag. <laughs> Yeah, speaking of douchebags, you know, Ted tricked more women than Tiger Woods. Yeah, I mean, like, um, he does look like he speaks, asks to speak to the manager's manager. See, you're going off of lookalikes 
and I'm trying to like I'm trying to be clever here. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> and I, you know, I'll have to lower my brow. You know, I'll go porn jokes. You know, <laughs> that's about as low brow as you can go. Yeah, that's the lowest of low brows. You know, Ted thought porn went too far, but rape and more and murder were more than okay. Yeah, I mean, he. Per- oh wait, I, that wasn't the one I went to write for the cop. For the cop. Uh, let me. I mean. Well, I'm like thinking, he does look like a professor who teaches intro to looking like a douche. <laughs> he looks like a professor in Unibrow's 101. Like that's Unibrow's 101. <laughs> that's good. That's, that's what good. he looks like, though. <laughs> it is what he looks like. I mean, but I think this show really wouldn't exist without the help of two things. Vodka Red Bulls, shout out to our sponsor, and Luke Voigt. Yeah. Like, Luke Voigt. I mean, Ted Bundy is almost as synonymous with the term serial killer as Luke, Luke Voigt is with the term overrated. Ooh. <laughs> See, Luke Voigt, I hope you guys know this, so you probably should have introduced it. Luke Voigt is the first baseman for the New York Yankees. And also, an overall horrible person. He's also one of our best friends. Well, actually, we're not really friends with him. He's friends with us. It's, it's a long story. Um, but He's just such an awful person, so he writes jokes to us every week when we write jokes about him. So, yeah. uh, you know, I try to read one of my jokes I have. You know, Ted abandoned his child, which is something that Luke Voigt's parents regret not doing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, some other sponsors in the show are like John Green. I had that, uh, John Green's the author of The Fault in Our Stars, and Isn't I had that... a cornhole expert? Did we fire him, or is that coming up later? I don't remember. We gotta fire him at some point. I just don't think we've gotten around to it, because we have to call him and fire him, and, like, he's so annoying to talk to. But he wrote The Fault in Our Stars, and Ted Bundy killed him multiple ways, but none as brutally as forcefully reading The Fault in Our Stars to somebody. <laughs> that's awful. That's good, but it's like, oh, that's fucking brutal, dude. I would rather... I, I'd rather be killed by Ted Bundy than read that book. Yeah, it's like, the thought of Thought in Our Stars just made me almost vomit. And it's not from all the alcohol I'm drinking tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Ted Bundy... Ted Bundy... Not Ted Bundy. I don't even know who the fuck that is. Ted Bundy is the Luke Void of serial killing. He's an awful person. That hasn't done anything impressive, yet gets way too much attention. <laughs> I mean, Ted Bundy, yeah, he got the death penalty. He spent the last, like, ten years of his life in prison. He was executed by the electric chair. But I still don't think he has bad, He had as bad a sentence as Dylan Bundy, who had to spend several years on the Baltimore Orioles. Let's just be honest. Like, he's yeah. not a sponsor of our show or anything. Like, we don't have anything to do with Dylan Bundy. But the fact that one Bundy spent life his life in prison and the other one had to play for the Orioles, and the one who played for the Orioles isn't a known serial killer, it's just mind-boggling. Well, he spent time in Baltimore, so I think he was more of a defensive person than an aggressive guy. <laughs> defensive person. <laughs> well, you don't understand, dude. I'm like a Hall of Fame baseball person. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, Bundy eventually went down to Florida. And while he was there, he killed four people, making him the fourth craziest person in Florida that night. Yeah, well, speaking of crazy people, Ted called himself the most cold-hearted son of a bitch you'll ever meet. He clearly never met a vegan. Yeah, but yeah, no, he pretended to be a cop, but he killed white people so he wouldn't fit in the force as well as some others. You know, I'll even the balance here. Ted was a Republican, proving that he wasn't all bad. You know, he was a diehard conservative, by which I mean he he was a conservative who got hard when people died. Speaking of getting hard, uh, Ted figured out that porn was bad. Too bad he couldn't solve the Green River killings. Yeah. Well, Gary Ridgway, the Green River killer, 
I had the Ted Bundy kill more pe killed people in more states than Gary Ridgway can name, also known as four. <laughs> or more. I think he killed more than that, but Gary Ridgway knows what? Washington, Alaska, and the state of denial about his sexuality? I think he just he doesn't know any states where they have good razor bars. There's any like, just, they don't even have Gillette's. <laughs> you need to go to like a place to shit. Just get fucking Gillette. Anyway, um, Let's go for... I'll go my last porn joke. I feel like I owed you guys this. You know, yeah. These porn jokes were my most favorite to write. Yeah. They were the first four I wrote, and then I tried to get all classy, which is a big mistake. Anyway, Ted claimed that porn inspired him to kill. It's strange, because I couldn't find any porn when researching this episode that involved decapitating a sleeping college student. Really? You couldn't? I, I tried. wasn't looking hard enough. I tried. I don't look as far as you, but... <laughs> Uh, no, he. Speaking of sex, um, Ted had a lot of non-consensual sex, which was an influence on former fullback for the Patriots, Keith Evans. Speaking of awful things, you know, I'll read the jokes that Luke Boyd wrote for me. You know, Ted gets a little, a little too much shit for his crime. Luke said, "It's not me." No one ever asks what the women were wearing. Yeah, I mean, Luke Boyd has a very strong stance on women's clothing being related to crimes committed against them. So, um. Something we don't, that no one gives enough credit to about Ted Bundy is that Ted Bundy was a Mormon. He was part of the Latter-day Saints Church, or LDS. I mean, he was a Mormon, but instead of multiple wives, he only had multiple victims. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> that, that's a good one. You know, I, I'll just, I'll just get my worst one out of the way. This is another Luke Boyd joke. I'm sorry. It's not very good. It's Luke Boyd. He's not that bright. We all know he, his... His Joker, brain, yeah. his brain's like his fielding work, just not completely yeah. there. It's like having a blind person taking the SATs. There's always going to be a limit on what he can do. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I'll get the joke out here. Fuck it. Ted seemed crazy when when he claimed that the jury was wrong. To be fair, the jury had women in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Luke Boyd's kind of an asshole. But uh, the LDS Church, the Mormon Church excommunicated Ted Bundy when they found out he'd done something horrible. Had premarital sex. With a man. With a man. <laughs> you know, well, they would excommunicate him the second he said anything remotely gay. But, uh, I think there's some really interesting stuff we should get into, like... Let's do it. There was a movie about it. Do you have anything about the movie written by Ted Bundy? The, uh, the movie starring, um, Zac Efron? I don't, I don't, but I wonder if you do. <laughs> yeah. Well, the movie starred Zac Efron. So Zac Efron went on to play Bundy in the movie, which makes sense because of his history of being a grown man in a high school. Ouch. I was wondering, do we have any more sponsors? Because I only have one more joke. That I well, we're going to do the sponsor at the end when we talk oh. about his execution. Yeah, you're right. So there's, there's we have two sponsors left, I see, on this show. No, I, I already did the sponsor of the Vodka Red Bull. Oh, so we're getting rid of the, Okay, we're cutting yeah, sponsors no, Dave, now. Yeah, Dave's just... They weren't... There's something about handcuffs, but like... We lost all the money because we bet it all on horse racing, thinking that that would help our company. So we got half of it. I spent half out of vodka Red Bulls, another half on horse racing. Didn't work out for us, but next We got time, a lot of vodka. Um, we're neither of us are business majors. I'm a psychology major. And I'm a sports management major. Yeah, pretty much live at home. I'm a sports management major. We've been living at home for a long yeah, time. You're the type of guy who wears two Red Sox shirts at once with a pretty good jersey when you don't play. Are you kidding? I'm wearing my Yankees jersey right now. Luke Voigt all the way, son. You wouldn't wear Luke Voigt jersey in public. Yeah, no, not in public, but I got plenty. He keeps sending them to me. <laughs> what are you, you more, more, so what are you more embarrassed about? Shirts. What are you more embarrassed about? The 
white robe and hood <laughs> or the Luke Voigt jersey. I know you don't wear either of them in public. I mean, probably the Luke Voigt jersey. Why would somebody be embarrassed with the robe and hood? That's a good point. I didn't even think about that. Um, I gotta give Bundy's right. credit. Bundy gave a bunch of interviews, and I gotta give him credit, though. All of the other TED Talks fucking suck. <laughs> you know, um... I only have two jokes left, so I'll, I'll go with one of them. Um, Ted deca- decapitated 12 women thus far, making him the original TB12. So did you say he's decapitated 12 women thus far? He's been dead since 1989. Well, we don't know about the extent of his crimes. Well, they're still yeah, up. but thus far means... Uh, thus far means we can still find it, dude. Like, it, it's like... It's like the it's like Bigfoot. We can still find it. Yeah, no, it doesn't mean he did it recently. Well, okay, fine. Although, right, I don't although know. experts have never considered Brady to be a lead in this field. That's, oh, that was oh, the part sorry. I wanted to get out. But Fuck. Yeah, you know, no, tell it just cut me, get, me off. Me. Okay, fine. Ted decapitated 12 women, thus making him the original TB12. Although oh, yeah. experts have never considered Brady to be in this field. Oh, yeah, I keep cutting you off the end because you do a double joke there. That's my bad, guys. Look, this is why I got fired from my last podcast and from Cumberland Farms. <laughs> I thought your last podcast wasn't that Luke Voigt. I think you guys. Had yeah, it. no, Luke Voigt really wanted to do this podcast. Um, it was dissing poor people, but we decided, you know what? Like, I I can't work with directly with Luke Voigt, so I came over. I'm like, Shaw, let's make inappropriate jokes about serial killers, and Shaw was like, you know what? That sounds like a good idea. That was a good idea, man. I'm impressed you were able to think of it. Oh, so uh, we've got. <laughs> I, do you have any more bit, jokes left, bud? Or? I don't have any more jokes left. I'll get my last one out then. Fuck it. I've just been holding it in like a sex offender at an elementary school. But <laughs> thinking of Bundy jokes has been tough. It feels like he's killed me over 30 years after he has died. Uh, that's a good one. And also, Ted having Ted Bundy in town was worse for women than modern day feminism. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a good point. But yeah, no, Ted Bundy was eventually executed in Florida in the electric chair known as Old Sparky. Which eventually gave way to our last sponsor. Sponsored by Old Sparky's Chicken. Fried Chicken. Sorry. We're still getting paid, right? Yeah, right. probably. Sponsored by Old by Old Sparky's Fried Chicken. Nothing fries like Old Sparky. Well, Ted Bundy was obsessed with being upper class. Which explains why he ignored minorities. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good point. So, uh, really, this has been our first episode. As you see, as you listen to more of our episodes, as you hopefully will, you'll see that it just Why gets worse. It? I mean, it gets funnier, but our jokes just get more and more offensive. So if you were offended by this episode, please stop listening. Actually, just keep listening. What's the worst that could happen, right? Yeah, being offended is like having an asshole. I don't really give a shit. So... Well, the asshole does. Yeah, all right. probably. <laughs> but yeah, all right, let's get it. So uh, I think there's really one more thing that we want to say, and that will be from Shaw here. You want me to say it? I feel like you... Oh, you know what? Fuck it, I'll say it. I've been thinking about this for a while, guys, and I just want... I don't, we I, need a sign-off for do our you, show. Do you care, like, if I say this, bro? No, 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 this is a sign-off for our show. It's all you, man. Are you sure if it's, it's okay if I say it? Yeah, definitely. Peace! <laughs>